All right, Super Swole Bros are back, baby. New year. First real episode of the new year, we should say. Um, but you know what, Isaac? Let's get into it. We're getting into it. All right, happy Monday, everybody. This is your boys, the Super Swole Bros. Happy Monday is a strong word, but... (laughs) Yeah, right. It's been a long week for me, and it's just Monday. Yeah, he told me about it. He's been... He's been working hard. Yeah, it's... It's been a little bit crazy, uh, but you know what? That's neither here nor there. We're going to start the new year off right. How would you feel if I said that I got the week off because the family I work with wants the week off Yeah. after I came back from vacation again? God, lucky. I know. And because they canceled, not me, I get paid a little bit. <laughs> well, you know what? So let's start the new year off right with a Swole Juice review. Oh, back to basics, I see. Yep. So we're trying a product I've never had. Um... I've used this company before that's called Jim, J-Y-M, um, and we're having their post-workout matrix. It's for muscle growth, strength, endurance, recovery. We have the rainbow sherbet flavor. So hopefully it tastes good. Um, so this one has, it's 6 grams BCAA, 3 grams of glutamine, 2 grams of creatine, uh, I can't read that, uh, I'm sorry, the bottle that I have, like, some of the words are scuffed off. Um, By the way, he hasn't let me uh, check, like, open up the bottle or anything. We, yeah. We've already mixed it. I yeah. don't know what it smells like. I don't know what it tastes like. So it says on the back to consume within 30 minutes of workout. We're, we're consuming it a little bit later than that. We did have a workout today. Um, and it also says 16 to 32 ounces of water. So we kind of put it, I think you had it at about 18 ounces yeah. of water. I have it at 20 um, just because we don't want to be drinking this stuff all night, honestly. And it says to let fully dissolve for 10 to 15 minutes and then drink over the course of 15 to 30 minutes. So basically, we're going to be drinking this the whole podcast. Yeah. Um, so why don't we... We haven't even smelled it yet. Uh, let's go ahead and take a whiff. It smells really sugary. It smells like rainbow sherbet. Like, I remember being a kid. I used to love rainbow sherbet. No, this yeah. smells just like rainbow sherbet. I'm excited for this. This smells like a fruit candy. I'm excited for this. I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) It's like different things, but it smells just like rainbow sherbet. Um, So, it tastes like slightly diluted rainbow sherbet. It doesn't taste bad, not at all. Oh my god, I love this. This is nostalgia for me. I, I want this as every flavor of every drink that I drink for the gym. I want a pre-workout, I want a during-workout, and I want an after-workout that tastes like this. He just wants an IV of it. Oh, uh, yeah, constantly. give me a freaking IV. Oh, my God. All right. <laughs> I want to give it a perfect 10. He's so hyped. I want to give it a perfect 10. Oop, I bumped my mic. Sorry, guys. I want to give it a perfect 10. And, but, like, I can't, like, I won't allow myself to give it a perfect 10. So I'm saying a 9. Okay, I will say an 8. Okay, you're bringing me down a bit, but yeah. So no, that was by design. <laughs> mm. Oh, but this is so good. It really, it kind of feels to me. It feels like I'm just drinking candy somehow. Yeah. Um, so this stuff actually, a lot of this stuff I use in my workouts. So BCAA I use during a workout. 
Same with my glutamine. Um, creatine, I usually have before a workout. I don't know what the rest of the stuff is, but, you know. Um, but yeah, ooh, and, oh man, I forgot to say what websites gave it, because I was so excited about this. Oh yeah, he literally started shaking in his seat. So, so Amazon gave it a 4.3 out of 5. Really, that's good. Yeah, for Amazon. But, but GNC, even with 53 reviews, it has a 5 out of 5. Which is... I've never heard of that. Uh, yeah, that's unheard of. I mean, what, um, we did the during workout uh, bucked up. And that had a 5 out of 5, but it only had like 2 or 3 reviews at the time, I think. It said 53, you said? I think it said 53. And then That's significant. Bodybuilding.com gave it an 8.3 out of 10. And apparently this is not the best flavor of this stuff. There's there's better flavors? Apparently, which is something we'll need to dive into yes, we will, at because, another date. Because this is good. <laughs> this is really good. Jim, guys, can you send me every single product that you have in this flavor <laughs> please like dm us on on instagram or something please this is so good i love this um anyways we're gonna we're gonna move on yeah yeah move um on. so uh charlene our old friend satan uh, sent old us a voice satan. message about a challenge we should do he hasn't let me listen to it by the so way so i want i want you to hear it and we'll we'll kind of discuss what she talks about you ready yes Hey, Swole Bros, it's your girl, Satan. So, I heard you guys want to go do a Tough Mudder and come to Houston. So, there happens to be one coming up in College Station that I'm participating in. You boys in? Alright, so... We did talk about doing a Tough Mudder. We, we did, and we've also... We were talking about Texas, because you were just there. I was just there. And I really want to do this. However, traveling... Is going to be a something that's only going to be a little difficult for us to pull off right now. That is true. And Char, Char, Satan, I want to come back to Houston and do a Tough Mudder with you. Really, he wants a Whataburger. I, I yeah, I want Whataburger more than anything. However, <laughs> I don't think we'll be able to do it this year. But Char, Satan, you're going to get a message today. A direct message from your boys, the Super Swole Bros. It is going to contain a link. And that link will be to Battle Miles. We want you to join us on our first challenge of the year, which we're starting off easy with the two-mile Battle Miles. I'm excited for that because you get a medal for the two-mile, the five-mile, and the ten-mile. Yeah. And when you put them together, they make a little thing. On the back, yeah. yeah. It has a little thing on the back. Ooh. I started with the five mile, so I didn't have a two mile. So I'm going to get my two mile first. Yeah. Then I'll worry about the ten mile. And the ten mile is coming later on in the year. Then I'll worry about that. Um, and this so, time it'll be even easier because I have compression socks. Yes, that's true. So, Char, we want you to do the two mile battle miles with us. This is our personal challenge to you. Are you in, Satan? I think Satan's in. I hope she's in. Uh, but you know what? Let's move on. Right, right. There's going to be plenty of talk about the Battle Mile Challenge when we do it. Um, and Satan, we want you, as soon as you do it and you finish, we want you to leave us another voice message on our anchor um, with your time. Because we want to know. We're curious. Uh, but, you know, let's let's move on. 
Um, so, since we are coming back from the holidays, a lot of people might have gained some, you know, winter weight, which is, you know, totally natural. It happens, yeah. 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 And my advice, because I also, like, gained a bit of winter weight, don't have to feel discouraged if you're trying to work out more. Like, I, 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 I gained some winter weight, but I went right back into working out with bread. I'm chasing that sexy still. You chase that sexy. It hurts, but I'm still going for it. No one said that chasing the sexy wouldn't hurt. Yeah, they, they left that part out of the pamphlet. Yeah, they do. Unfortunately, <laughs> I mean, we can't afford new pamphlets, guys. This is just you know, this is all you're going to have to deal with. Um, <laughs> These metaphorical pamphlets. You know, and th- this is true. Um, you know, when you work out consistently and then you take a little bit of time off, you know, you, you might gain some weight, especially if you're kind of like what Isaac did. You traveled. You didn't really have a chance to go work out. You're visiting family and friends. Um, and Eating don't a lot with those family and friends. Oh, oh, yeah. Don't get discouraged about this. No, it's it's nothing to be discouraged about. You just, you wake up, put on shoes, go to the gym, and you hit that gym, chasing that sexy, chasing that swole. Finding them biceps again, little pre-workout, little post-workout, all good. That little. said, it is actually easier if you've been working out and then break, uh, take a break to start up again. Oh no, definitely it is. Like, uh, you know, for a while there was a point in time where uh, I think we talked about it at one point. Uh, I was sick and I was sick for like a month, Aye. and I couldn't go to the gym. And when I went back, I think the first like three or four days were just terrible. Well, I mean, you saw me today working out. Yeah. Like, I... You, you have that struggle when you first come back to it. Yeah, because But the struggle goes away a lot quicker than when you first started. It's like muscle memory. Once your body starts doing it again, it just comes right back. Yeah, and, you know, that's kind of like the reason that we're doing the two-mile battle-mile challenge. Yeah, we're doing that as kind of like a warm-up challenge for the beginning of the year. We want to be prepared for everything that this year has in store for us and we want you guys to be prepared too yeah like i w- we would recommend if you're like having goals for your workout challenges fitness goals whatever start with something smaller and then work your way up definitely because meeting those goals is kind of like a confidence booster and it keeps you pushing you forward and you know for us we are going to push ourselves a little more than maybe you should um like you know for our first challenge isaac started off at the five mile yeah that that hurt and and we just wanted to do that to, to show that these are indeed going to be challenges for us. We aren't doing things that are simple. But they are possible. But they are they are possible. And that's another reason why for when Isaac does the Spartan race, he's going to do the middle one, the, the 10K. Um, Apparently I'm doing the 10K. <laughs> we aren't throwing him on the, on the beast yet. We aren't throw, but we don't want to give him the 5K. That seems a little bit too easy. I mean, the 10K is only, what, like 1.2 miles more than what you did in your Battle Mile Challenge. Yeah, it's not going to be too so, bad. You know, 6.1, 6.2 miles, somewhere around there. Um, I'll, definitely better be, oh, I'll definitely be better prepared for that than I was for the Battle Miles. Yes, and I think I found the date for your first Spartan race. Oh, when would that date be, friend? That would be in June. I can't remember the exact day, and I apologize. Um, I found the in, date. I don't remember the date. It'll be in June. Um, it'll be here in Monterey. Oh, that's nice. No, no travel. Nice. There is an eight. There's the 10k one, and then there's also the 5k, which I'm doing the 5k the following day. And I figure, 
why not just let's do the 10k together because no offense i think i should be able to handle the 10k doing it with you and then doing the 5k the next day yeah i i I believe you can um so i think that should be the one that we shoot for and you know what we'll we'll go into signing up and all that stuff a little bit later yeah Walk me through that because I've never done that. Before. Yeah, no, we'll, we'll we'll get through that. And again, guys, we want you to give us some more challenge ideas. We we have a few. Um, we're going to be looking into the tough mutter at some point this month to figure out which one we're going to do. And as soon as we find out which one we're going to do, we're going to let you guys know because we want to see if anyone will be able to come meet us. Uh, you know, hang out with us. Uh, leave us a voice message on the anchor if you guys are going to be doing a tough mutter. Any challenges that you guys set for yourself. Let us know how you did. Even if it's a challenge we don't do, we want to hear how you do. Um, and uh, that being said, I, I kind of want to point out that when it comes to a lot of these challenges that we are going to be doing, um, there, it's always possible for you guys to join in. I mean, I think I've said this like numerous times, even in this podcast alone. And we are actually going to try to do a group challenge for anyone who listens and we'll we'll announce that later on uh, when we figure out more so what it'll be and how to do it basically yeah um but you know what? let's move on uh you know i love tv i caught up on a lot of tv over vacation <laughs> sure you did i i didn't really watch a lot of tv over vacation and i kind of wish i did um no, instead, uh, you know, for me, I uh, sat around and watched YouTube and tried to write, and I have writer's block. <laughs> Which sucks. All my writers know how I'm feeling. I've only written, like, short stories. But uh, it's yeah. nice. Yeah, writer's block is just terrible. But um, That said, writing a short story can help sometimes. Just oh, definitely, ideas. yeah. No. Um, but there are some really, really good... TV shows. Mandalorian. <coughs> Sorry, what were you saying? You okay there? I'm good. Good. Okay. Mandalorian. Okay, just you know, just you might want to get a cough drop. I just not take another sip of this rainbow sherbet. Oh yeah, you should definitely take another sip of the rainbow sherbet. Um, I'm actually running out. I'm being sad. Swole juice review: eight point five out of ten. By the way, <laughs> yeah, it's only eight point five because I wanted to bring Brad down. Yeah, he did. Um, <laughs> what a game to nine. So. You know, there are some great shows that came out recently, and there are some great shows that have been around for ever. Yeah. Um, but you said recently you binge watched <laughs> The Witcher. I did, I did. I was um, my friend told me it was pretty good. I gave it a chance. I was a little nervous about seeing Superman, Henry Cavill play Geralt, mm-hmm. but I watched it and then I binged it, so I kept watching it. I thought it was pretty good. Um, I'm kind of liking it to, uh, Game of Thrones diet, basically. It's, sh- it's shorter than Game of Thrones, less intrigue, but it's also much easier to follow along the characters. And there's a lot going on still. Oh yeah, and it's, if you start watching it, um, uh, try to pay attention because they do things out of order a little bit, like, in terms of what they show first. It's... Like, sometimes it's set in the future, sometimes it's in the past, sometimes it's in the present. It's weird. Okay. Yeah, I haven't um, watched it yet, but I've I've seen a lot of people posting about it and talking about it. 
yeah, I think it's pretty good. Well, it's definitely something I want to check out, and you know, I'll probably have to check it out sometime relatively soon. I might make you, yes. Yeah, probably. I know you're going to make me. Um, but <laughs> uh, but uh, a show that I really love, that I've always loved, that I've loved for a long time, and it's been around for longer than we've been alive, Doctor Who. I can confirm he likes that because he has a picture of the Tenth Doctor's outfit. Yep. And, and he told me he cosplays as the Tenth Doctor. I do cosplay as as Ten sometimes. Portrayed um, by the wonderful actor David Tennant. Who, phenomenal. And who was, you know, a name like David Tennant playing the Tenth Doctor. I know. It was perfect. It was uh, meant to be. You know, he married the daughter of the Fourth yes. Doctor. Yes. So, so... He married the daughter of the fourth Doctor, who appeared in an episode of Doctor Who with David Tennant called The Doctor's Daughter. Where she played. Where she played The Doctor's Daughter, and they got married and had a daughter. So The Doctor's Daughter had The Doctor's Daughter. Only time travel shows can get that weird. Only time travel shows. Actually, a really cool uh, little Doctor Who fact about David Tennant. Um, When he was first approached about portraying The Doctor, he said, yes, but I have one demand. I want a really long coat. He got his long he coat. He got his long coat. And I think it was it was beautiful. It it kind of became an iconic look. It really did. Like um, the suit changes a little bit every every like once in a while, but yeah. the coat is always a always there. Actually, so um the brown when he wears the brown pinstripe, I believe it means he went in the past. Blue pinstripe is present or future. That's a detail I didn't pick up on. I gotta rewatch that. Yeah. I, I might have gotten the, the suits mixed up. Might be the other way around, but I know that that is uh, um, how they have it. Um, but yeah, Doctor Who. I mean, and Doctor Who is evolving. Oh yeah, like they they when the like the sixties or seventies when they started. Yeah, uh, like sixties. I want to say it was ago. the sixties. I'm like, not positive. I think it started in black and white. It did. Yeah, that's how uh, old that show is. There was a meme I saw, and uh, they went to color during one of the Doctor's regenerations. <laughs> And there was a meme and it said, have you ever regenerated so hard that the universe went to color? <laughs> oh my god, that's great. Um, if you know Doctor Who, you know that's funny. Yeah. And uh, Doctor Who, it's been around for so long and I feel so bad. I I still need to play a little bit of catch up. Um, when it was getting into Capaldi, who I, I loved. I loved 13. The episodes I saw I, I really liked. Um, Capaldi was really intense about it. He was. And which is something we kind of needed after after um, Matt Smith, David Tennant. Like, they were so goofy. They were, but they were like... It was weird. Like, they were goofy 95% of the time, but then the 5%, oh they were God. intense. Yes. Um, but I, I kind of had to stop watching during Capaldi because uh, school got a little too intense. I wasn't able to play catch-up. That's fair. Um, and I've been meaning to go back and watch Capaldi to... Um, I forget her name, and I feel so bad. Uh, Jodie Whittaker. Jodie Whittaker. And I hear she's been doing an amazing job. Yeah, I haven't... Like, the last thing I saw was... I think the special where Capaldi is about to regenerate. Yeah. And I haven't actually gotten into the Jodie Whittaker stuff yet. I've heard conflicting things, but I want to give it a fair shot. I want to watch it myself. Same. And... You know, I, I feel bad that I haven't, again, that I haven't been able to watch it, um, but I I do, I love Doctor Who. Um, I mean, you have a picture of him right behind you. I, I do, and I cosplay as him. The, and then there's a, a doctor there, and there's another doctor there. 
And there's another doctor there. It's like a Doctor Who special all over again. And I have a TARDIS over here. He does. <laughs> I should get a, a TARDIS shaker bottle. Do they have those? I don't know. I'm going to need to find it. BBC, get on that. Okay. <laughs> Give me a TARDIS shaker bottle. Anyways, we let's talk about some other TV shows, because okay. I can go on Doctor Who for, for hours and hours. So, obviously, I talk about The Witcher and, you know, Mandalorian. Which, Mandalorian, yep. By the way, the the final season, or final episode for that season came out. It was beautiful. You've only seen, like, the first one or two, huh? Uh, I think I'm on three. I think I've seen the first three. Yeah, I think you can binge watch the rest of it just real quick, but... Probably not right now. Yeah, not right now. Soon, as soon as possible. I really do want to finish it before um, we do our first challenge. That way, maybe after the challenge, when we do our little talk about it, we can talk a little bit about The Mandalorian. Because I think that'll give, be enough time for us to be in the mostly spoiler-free zone. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. That's the same reason we haven't said anything about Rise of Skywalker so far. Yeah. We've both seen it. Both have our own little opinions about it. And we'll talk about that uh, sometime either at the end of this month or sometime next month. Just to give people a fair shot to yeah. see it. Though. We don't want to spoil anything, and we're just going to, you know, be be quiet about it. However, we did do a little poll Oh yeah, <laughs> on our Instagram, and 36% of people said it was great, and the other 64 said, meh. meh. <laughs> well, I, I understand that, because for, for me, like, spoiler-free mini review i liked some of it i dis i didn't like all of it but i liked more than i disliked and that's that's a fair assessment and again we'll talk about this later on Mo- yeah move. let's let's kind of move on um how i want to talk a little bit about anime something that we don't really talk about which we should because anime is awesome yeah um i've i've never really been into anime we've talked about this i love Gretzko mostly because of kangaroo sensei Protein. Protein. Kangaroo Sensei is my idol. Uh, I wish that he was um, available for, uh, you know, stickers. Um, <laughs> because we would be making Super Swole Bro Kangaroo Sensei stickers ASAP. That wouldn't even be a question. Okay? I'd wear it. Um, but uh, one anime that I actually always have loved... Uh, when I started watching it in high school, uh, was Cowboy Bebop. See, I remember that, like, on late... When I first started getting into anime, it was... Adult Swim. Yeah, late night Adult Swim. There was Cowboy Bebop. There was... What was the other one? Inuyasha? Uh, No, Inuyasha Inuyasha was there, and then there was Trigun. Oh, Trigun was great. Um, Now, I, I really do want to point out, I am not an anime fan. I am. I appreciate anime. But I'm not a huge fan of it. I do have a few anime shows that I really love. And a few that I enjoy just for the nostalgia factor, such as Dragon Ball Z. Oh yeah, which no, that's a classic. I've been thinking about like watching the original DBZ. Do it. Um, just so I can like remember how much I loved it. Because it's been, I think the last time I watched anything Dragon Ball Z related, aside from the Everything Wrong With the Live Action version on YouTube. We don't talk about that. We don't talk about that. Um, the only, the last time I've watched anything DBZ related was I was in eighth grade. Jesus. The last so time it's I... been a long time. I know about things that have been happening from friends, but I haven't watched. See, the last thing I watched about DBZ was about two days ago. Mm-hmm. Anyways, but Cowboy Bebop. Cowboy Bebop. 
Um, what I love about Cowboy Bebop is Cowboy Bebop is not necessarily an anime for anime fans. It is an anime for sci-fi fans. I think that, honestly, like, DBZ, don't get me wrong, it is sci-fi. But it's very anime. Oh, yeah, it's... Whereas Cowboy Bebop is more grounded in reality, it's more sci-fi than anything else, in my opinion. And I think that's one of the reasons that I gravitated towards it. Because, again, I wasn't really a... Anime guy. Anime guy. You were sci-fi. I loved sci-fi. And I saw Cowboy Bebop. I saw it by accident the first time. (laughs) I was up real late. Aren't you lucky you did? I was up real late. Aren't you lucky you did? I was flipping through channels, and I just saw a Corgi. And I was like, (gasps) Corgi. Corgi. And then I watched it, and I was like, this is phenomenal. Speaking of dogs, my my uncle gave me a dog over in Texas. Your your uncle gave you a dog in Texas? Yeah. Like, it was the day after Christmas. Um... I don't remember what I was doing. I was in the house just relaxing. My my uncle came by and he just handed me a duck. You, you know what we're going to have to do because we're on dogs right now? One of these days coming up, we're going to come out with an episode and we're going to talk about our favorite dogs from video games and TV. I'm okay with that. That'll be an episode in and of itself, so why don't we... We'll, we'll, we'll shelve that for now. We'll, we'll shelve that for right now, but... Cowboy Bebop. Again, Cowboy Bebop, it is a great sci-fi. And... I'm really glad I was flipping through channels that one time because I I didn't know I needed that in my life. Three, two, one, let's jam. Oh, I hate you. You got that theme song stuck in my head. You're welcome. That's not just that I hate you. you, said you were, that's not how that works. <laughs> well, speaking of anime, um, one of the anime that I've seen recently that I fell in love with was Demon Slayer. Okay. It's on Hulu. Um... It starts off, like, going to be, like, one of those generic anime, albeit with a cool art style. Okay. By the end of the first episode, it's intense already, and, like, violent and bloody. It's great. Metal. It it is is metal as hell. (laughs) Like. And you said said it's on Hulu right now? Yeah. That's why I binged the whole thing on Hulu. Okay. Like, immediately. Something to check out then. Uh, one of the one of the things that I do love, I, I love sci-fi, obviously, but I've uh, one of the things I really enjoy writing is anything with religious tones, just because I find it interesting. Um, Theology is pretty interesting, actually. Yeah, not necessarily. I'm, and, and, and we aren't going to talk about religion on this podcast ever, guys. Uh, we're just I'm going to get make that clear right now. It's just I like um, mythology. I like religion. Um, I like. Uh, mythology or i said mythology um i i like folklore i like those those type of myths and legends ancient tales that we pass down i think they're fascinating and i love when new mediums use them yeah like thor yeah thor he was the old norse legend god loki they just rebranded him with the marvel he's a superhero yeah. yeah um I, and, and I think that it's an awesome thing to get inspiration from those types of things. Like, uh, uh, what was uh, one of the animes that I saw? Um, it wasn't the actual anime. It was a... What's it called? Where, where like, people on YouTube redub them as jokes? Uh, parody? No, there's a word for it. Abridged. Abridged. Um, I want to say it was a, called Van Helsing. Oh, Helsing Ultimate? That. This, I watched an abridged version of oh it. Oh my god, that's so great. Best thing wait, ever. Wait, wait, wait. Who did it? Who did it? I don't know. Was it 
does his name Team Four Star mean anything to you? I, I don't know. Somebody Dang. showed it to me. I was sitting in a, a um, I, I did a summer program in Fresno, and I was sitting in the dorm room, and one of the people came over to hang out, and they were like, "Hey, have you seen this?" And I was like, "I have no idea what you're talking about." And they showed it to me. I was like, "Oh my god." This is amazing. Okay, after we're done with this, I'm gonna I'm gonna pull that up and see if that's it because they finished that series, the abridged series of that. Okay. And if that's it, you need to watch it because it's great. <sighs> Probably. Luckily, it's an abridged, so it's shorter. Yeah, exactly. Um, Let's see, are there any other shows? We talked about Witcher, Mandalorian, Doctor Who. Apparently, there is gonna be a Lord of the Rings show. Set when? On Amazon Prime, I think it starts in 2020. Is it like Hobbit it's, era or Lord of the Rings era? I think it's set. I think it's set before the events of Lord of the Rings. But after Hobbit? No, before. Oh, even before that. Yeah. Oh, so this is like. I think I'm not positive. It might be set after. Don't don't quote me on anything. Well, I mean, it, I I feel like it's pretty easy to make a show about Lord of the Rings because Tolkien just wrote for days. Oh my God! Yes. Tolkien is, oh, phenomenal! Like the mind on that man. I, I I would find it hard to keep track of everything, but he somehow did it and made it work. Yeah, like I've written one book, and it was hard for me to keep track of what was happening. And this man wrote, like, so many set in the same universe. He basically invented a cultural mythos of itself, just by himself. Oh my god. I would I wish he was alive so I could shake his hand. I mean I think it's called uh, there's a book that has a collection of the kind of tales that he wrote yeah. in the story. They don't make it in the book or the movies. No, I think it was um he had a bunch of unfinished stories. The Cimmerillion. Yeah, I think those were unfinished at the time of his death. Were they? Yeah, I think I'm not positive, and I think like his children, his son did it, his son or something finished like finished it. them the best through the best of his ability. Yeah, but um, like that's, I, I'm just astounded by the sheer volume of different tales of the same universe he built into it, and he didn't draw on them for Lord of the Rings, like he didn't draw on all of them, but he drew on enough of them to make it all real, basically. Yeah, make it all yeah. connected. Um, and you know. Other reason to go to the gym. Be able to fight alongside Aragorn. I would probably fall, but it would be glorious. You train for that. You get ready. You fight alongside Aragorn. But, however, before the elves release their arrows and the orcs come in in a horde towards us, the uruk behind them whipping at their backs as we stand there trembling, I think it's time for us to sign off. We should sign off. <laughs> Alright guys, this is the Super Swole Bros. Signing out.